You're listening to Strictly Business Podcast with Lindsay Williams. It's Wednesday, so it's time for Wayne on Wednesday. Wayne McCurry is a portfolio manager at FNB Wealth and Investment in Johannesburg. He's not in Johannesburg at the moment, but we'll come to that later on. Wayne, what I want to ask you is about the South African results season. Companies listed on the JSE mm. that have produced results and trading statements in the last couple of weeks. There's been some interesting stuff. What do you make of it? Diverging performances, different performances, but overall, your impression, please. Look, overall, I would think the results actually are not too bad at all. Okay. I mean, a good couple of companies have come up with excellent results, and we've seen the share prices being rewarded as well. Um, you know, certainly like today, Woolworths came up with an excellent set of results. I know it's a low base in Australia that they're measuring off, mm-hmm. but still, nevertheless, it's a very good set of results. And then Spa came out with a set of results, and the share got... Hammered. Slaughtered. I mean, properly hammered. So, I mean, earnings earnings per se weren't that disappointing. I mean, they weren't great, that was for sure. But when you're at a relatively high price-earnings ratio, you know, you've got to watch out. Your, your earnings must just disappoint slightly, and you get hammered. And, of course, they halved the dividend. For the next two years, they seem to have halved the dividend now. You know, I don't, you know, it's it's impossible to keep up to date with every single company. And certainly in the results, they said they signaled to the market that for the next two years, they're going to change their dividend policy to use a bit of cash to implement their computer system, SAP. Um, But it certainly caught me by surprise because I didn't realize that. And I think it caught the market by surprise because it was hammered. Look, I mean, a couple of their operations did okay, uh, but Poland is still making a big loss, even though it's a slightly smaller loss, but he's still nevertheless making a very, very large loss. Uh, Switzerland I found very interesting because they, they, they've, they've given a, f- a bit of insight there into the Swiss consumer. Uh, okay. First of all, the Swiss consumer supported them massively during lockdown. In other words, they've got the smaller supermarkets in Switzerland and people didn't want to travel far and go to big supermarkets. So they went to the spas and their uh, smaller competitors. But the moment uh, restrictions were lifted, people started going back to the big shopping centers and the big supermarkets. But what I found really interesting is that food inflation in Switzerland's running very, very high. And people go across the border into neighboring countries to do shopping where food is cheaper. Oh, yeah, definitely. This is the same thing here. But we need that. I mean, for yeah. example, if you go across the border to uh, Belgium, which is not far from where I live, um, the, the taxes on certain items are much smaller. And so if you're doing a big bulk shop, then it's much easier to drive with the high price of petrol. Yeah. Go to uh, Belgium for a day, have a nice lunch. And, and come back with your car laden with goods. And, of course, it's free borders. Yeah. So, yes, the same thing in Switzerland. That's very good. So it shows you, yeah, it shows you arbitrage at, at, at work, eh? Arbitrage is definitely work. But, the, the but look, reason, I would buy a at this price, eh? Goodness me, 13% I, I down. I think operation. you're absolutely right. Yeah, yeah of course. I, I would buy at this price. I think it's an extremely good operation. Then Woolies came up with good results. I spoke about that. In transactions capital, also one I would buy given the, the recent price weakness. I mean, there, there was nothing wrong with their results, just that the share was 
quite frankly, a little bit expensive, and that came off. And, I mean, transactions capital is a fantastic business. Yeah. I mean, truly a fantastic business. So I would also buy that one. And the other one that caught my interest was 91 Asset Management. Now, obviously, I've been in asset management, you know, sort of basically my whole working career. And certainly Hendrick and 91, I admire them as extremely competent asset managers over time. But it's interesting reading their results. The moment you hear an asset manager say the long-term performance is still robust, what it actually means is the short-term performance isn't looking that good. <laughs> yes. Okay. And so you, you, the, the psychology of the individual is, is, is very important there. So yeah. you can read something into a statement which isn't the actual statement, but if you've been in the yeah. business as long as you have, you know, okay, long-term is good, but… Yeah. If short-term performance is also good, the statement would be performance over all time spans remains robust. <laughs> you know, so quite clearly it, it says that. But, I mean, that happens to everyone. Eh? I mean, make no mistake. In asset management, if you think you're going to stay on top forever performance-wise, then you don't understand asset management. This is something and I asked some... um, Shapiro yesterday. Sorry to interrupt you, but it, it, as you're bringing it up, I need to ask you, would you buy – 91 or coronation yes. or, or one of the two or both of them versus well, an I index actually, like the MSCI or S&P. Which one? The market I'll or actually, the individual? I'll actually buy both of them. Right now, I'll buy both of them. Coronation is, to be honest, bargain basement prices, yeah. And they're also in a very good asset manager that survived through thick and thin. And, uh, you know, quite honestly, as I said, you know, I know a little bit about asset management. If you survive 20 or 30 years, you have to be a good asset manager because it's a ruthless industry, they say. Many, many players haven't survived that long, especially, I mean, I'm talking now specifically 91s and coronations that haven't got a life insurance company feeding them assets. Exactly. I mean, obviously, Old Mutual, Sunlum, Momentum, lots of other companies tied to big, big distribution networks get money in. But, you know... 91 and specifically, I suppose, even more specifically, uh, well, they're the same, your coronation as well. You know, you've got to go and hunt your own kill there. You haven't got a, a marketing machine out there that's selling your product. You've got to do the product sales yourself. And certainly coronation, and both of them look cheap, you know, very high dividend yields, low price earnings ratios. Um, I think it is the time to buy it now because – the time to buy it is when they're having a tough time, when interest rates are going up, when markets aren't giving you good returns. And certainly 91 did suffer some asset outflows. And I would buy both of them at these prices. I, I don't think they're long-term holds, though, to be honest. I don't think they're 20, 30-year holds in your portfolio. I, I think it's just too – you know, the earnings are so tied to the market, it's so variable, eh, and they – you know, essentially, they you can say geared uh, share, geared share index or geared share market trades. So I, I don't think any asset manager is a thirty-year hold in your portfolio. But right now, I would actually buy both of them. I actually like both. Of okay, them. so you like Coronation? You on, like Ninety-One? Basis. I've always, also, always yes, liked Ninety-One. I, I like them particularly more now yes. because they've split. Not because Investec was a drain on them or a break on their performance, but I like them now. Ninety-One has gone from Investec yes. Asset Management to Ninety-One. It's a fantastic operation. Coronation also, um, but it's it's Coronation is so so huge. 
I don't know. I'd still stick to 91 personally. But you avoided the question, or rather didn't hear it, because we both got excited about um, fund management companies. I asked you, would you prefer to buy the asset management company or the asset that they are investing in? In other words, either the MSCI or the S&P 500 or a combination of that. Ask, ask, please answer that question, Wayne. Over the longer term, I'll probably buy the index, but right now I'll buy the asset managers simply because of their valuations. Okay, so over the longer term, I'll buy the index. Yeah. Okay, good. Well done. Um, And when I look at the retail sector, the the completely different performances of Woolies with its trading statement off a low base, as you quite rightly pointed out. Spa, horrible performance from market participants. But I don't know. I I tend to agree with you. 12, 13% down, it's a snip. You've got I your pick and so, pays yeah. and your shop rights. Um, is there another big chain that I've forgotten? Woolies, Spa, pick and pay, shop right? No, I think that's it. Look, it? look, the shop right looks a little expensive. Eh? I mean, it's obviously a quality outfit, but the share looks a little bit expensive. So, you know, I would actually go for, I mean, the one right now that I would go for after today's fall is actually Spa. Mm. I think so too. And the, the thing that you said about people not traveling far uh, in, in Switzerland, exactly what I made a point of when I spoke to the CEO of Spa a couple of years ago, I said, because you've got this almost like, it's not a corner shop operation, <laughs> it's much bigger than that, but because but people are not allowed to travel at the time, I didn't think you were allowed in South Africa to travel more than a certain amount uh, out of yes. your area. I said, that must play into your hands. He said, exactly right. That, and they did so well perversely during covid but obviously that's that's um, gone out the window but the retail space yeah it's very very interesting wayne i need to um uh, i need to speak to you. i know you're checking into your your hotel you're in kwazulu natal where are you please yes i'm, I'm in umschlonger rocks oh my goodness now you see this 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 place whenever i think of umschlonger Rocks, I think of Sol Kersner, who was a flawed genius when it came to yeah, hospitality, hotels, casinos, etc., yeah. as we all know. And wasn't it the Beverly Hills? Wasn't that his, where he first made his name? The Beverly Hills I in Umschlanger? So. Yeah. I think so, yes. Now, I'm, I'm tonight at exactly opposite the, the Heavenly Bulls. I'm at the Oyster Box. Oh, you see. Okay. This is where I was going to because of our, our little food sector. Yeah. And just, just hear me out here. You go downstairs, Wayne. I mean, you may have a, an aperitif at the, at the Red Bar, where, where you can look out over the ocean, either on the on the balcony yes. there or at the bar. One of my favourite bars. It's lovely. It's so relaxing, and people are so that friendly. But then you go downstairs, and you have the curry buffet, which is there knee-buckling. There is no question about that. Knee-buckling, Wayne. There is no question. There's only There's only one problem with the curry buffet. What's that? It's not cheap. It's four fifty and I still per think you're getting value for money. I've I've had it many, many times before. And I may in fact have it tonight. Of course you are. As well. Yeah. Now I'll have to I'll have to see because um, nah. you know, unfortunately I work for a big corporation yeah. and even though our function is at the oyster box tonight, they've booked me into the Holiday Inns Express on top of the hill. Wayne McCurry at the Holiday so Inn Express. Come on now. I can have the curry there and then, then come back. I can do that, yes. Wayne, I have to tell you that you sit there, and okay, as you no, quite rightly say, I remember the last time I was there, it's 450 rand per person, and that was um, uh, three years ago or something, so it's probably 600 Yeah, it's now, probably so. 600 now, yeah. Yeah, exactly. But it's, it's, it's still worth it. I mean, I've had it a few times. They've got, I mean, you, you actually just can't stop eating, to be honest. There. <laughs> so I've, 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 I've learned now 
when you're faced with uh, a, an array of such delicious food, oh. don't fill your first plate up. No. Just have a little bit and Ease then you can, test, you can test a lot along the way because their, their prawn korma curry <laughs> is too delicious for words. And all of their various breads they've got there. No, no, look, I'm, I'm definitely doing that tonight. I'm, I'm, I'm envious of you. I mean, that beautiful place. I, mean, I don't know what the weather's like at the moment, Wayne, but we're on an yeah, evening. Over, overcast and rainy, yeah. It's quite humid, so the oh. temperature's not cold, mm -hmm. but it's overcast and rainy. I mean, we've had today in Johannesburg, yes. it hit 28 degrees. It's the first time in two weeks it's got sort of much above 22, and it stopped raining. I mean, we have had enormous amounts of rain in Johannesburg over the last two weeks. That's and good, though. Quite cold. I mean, last night, yeah, last night I was in my winter jammies with a blanket. I mean, it's halfway through November. Wearing yeah, winter just, jammies just, just, and a blanket. Let me put it in, into perspective. I, I have two duvets, okay? I, the, 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 the lighter one forms the base of the of the mattress and the heavier one mm -hmm. is on top of me. So I'm in the, what I call the um, the, the sandwich. I've got the duvet sandwich. It's four degrees when I wake up and it's foggy. You're talking about being in your pajamas. Um, and what, what is no, the temperature? Probably about, uh, probably about 12. Look, that's cold for November in Joburg. Yeah, yeah but you're a human being, not a, not a weather forecaster. I mean, surely you're yeah. not cold at 12 degrees. No, it was, maybe it was cooler than that. It, 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 it was chilly. As I said, I had the... I'd never duvet on, but I had my winter jammies on with the blanket. <laughs> yeah, your Willie's jammies. Okay, Wayne, thank you very much. I'm really, I'm really very envious of you and that, that buffet. Just splash out. I'm sure the company might uh, pick I'll, up I'll the take, bill. I'll take, I'll, take a, I'll, I'll take a photograph and send it to you. Oh, please do. Wayne McCurry is from FNB. <laughs> Wayne McCurry is a portfolio manager at FNB Wealth and Investment, and that was Wayne on Wednesday. The views and opinions expressed in these podcasts are those of Lindsay Williams and various contributors and do not reflect the policy, position or opinion of any other agency, organization, employer or company associated with strictlybusinesspodcast.com. Assumptions made on the analyses are not reflective of the position of any other entity other than the speaker or the author. And since we are critically thinking human beings, these views are always subject to change, revision and rethinking at any time. Please do not hold us to them in perpetuity.